You're listening to an encore presentation of We the People. You can hear this show live every Friday night from 7 until 8 p.m. Your source for locally how you can get involved to make a difference. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Get out there and make a difference. San Marcos, Texas, Hayes County, and the rest of the world. This is Friday night, the 30th of June. Man, where has the year gone? We're halfway through. And you are tuned in to We the People here on KZSM.org. you got Rob Rourke here with you tonight. and uh, We had planned on having Matthew Mendoza here to bring us up to speed on some stuff with the uh, city this week. But uh, his work got in the way and he is going to have to come back after we take our break but i have got with me tonight eli zablowski and he is talking about entrepreneurial ship downtown he's going to be talking about his film his new business that he's got going on he has been here before he is one of these entrepreneurial guys that we've got around town we're going to talk about that and talk about growing businesses here in san marcus and get the word out about his business and yes it is the fourth of july weekend we have osito is all ready to go for the fourth of july fireworks we'll talk about that talk about Oh, those guys way back a couple hundred years ago that decided to put their name on a paper and what that means to us, lots of other things. But stay tuned. This is Political Commentary Show. The views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, the guests, not necessarily those of KZSM or SMTXCRA. We're going to be right back with you. back with you here and uh there we go we got uh, eli's microphone is up and so got to i was walking around downtown earlier today i had a friend uh, that uh, had not gone over to showdown for the uh one of the cool things i like is around downtown is finding some of these neat things to tell people about an experience and they have got these great hash browns that you can have any hour that they are open over there and it's got cheese and it's got all the uh, onions and uh, tomatoes all fresh stuff okay and it is just and it's we got for he got a soda i did get a beer at 11 o'clock in the morning i usually don't do that but you know hey it's friday and it's the showdown so but it's this Bit of San Marcos. You go in there and you meet the San Martians. You know, sure. it, that's, it, that's it, the towny bar. It if, is. If there is one. That's that is the spot. I think it's the only one left. You know, eh, there's a couple. I mean, you know, around. That's the one that sticks out the most in terms of you know you can pop in there any hour of the day and all the characters that you see uh, 
out in public, that's kind of their hangout, you know? Yeah. And if not, you go by. The other thing I'll do is sit out front where everybody smokes. Mm -hmm. And especially after the sun goes down, I like to walk around, you know, and go over and hang out. And just, you know, it's outside. Get my secondhand smoke, I guess. But uh, uh, it's talking to people. And what for me, it is with the radio station, it is the voices, the stories. But for you, it is with visual, with your business. So let's talk a little bit about your business and tell people about your history here in San Marcos. Because as I, I talked about, you've been here uh, promoting uh, through Apogee and uh, through uh, the, the local musicians. You're involved in a whole bunch of different you know, any of us that are here in San Marcos, eventually we end up getting pulled into all of these different connections with different people. It, it, I love it. That, yeah, that's what, you know, that's what keeps me in the city, you know. I like that it's kind of like the top layer off of being like, you know, what do you do for work and, you know, <laughs> what's your degree in and this and that. And it's more people just hanging out, you know, um, in a way that is, you know, sustainable for a lot of people. You know, I think people are living within their means here, and I think that's a, a great place to do it. Or they're not looking to get rich because we've got this rich lifestyle that's part of it. And, exactly. and that's what, you know, I think you get to that point that you say, Okay, I don't want to be stuck in the, the car for an hour, hour and a half going either to San Antonio or Austin. I want to try to figure out how I can make it in this cool little town along the river that's got, you know, people ask, you know, what you do? Who are you? Sure. Okay, so for me, you know, yes, on the show here, I'm Rob Rourke, and, but everybody knows me out there as The Wiz. Yes. Okay, and that is my San Martian moniker. Okay, we've got, uh, you know, the sun god. Okay, you know, we've got all these different people that we know that we, eh, some of what I try to bring out on the show and and in in my talks to people. But isn't that cool that you got a place that people know you by your one name? I think it's great. Yeah, I think it, um, you know, allows people to be who they want to be. And, you know, there's not a... you know, again, not that top layer going on here where, you know, you are able to recognize people out on the streets and in restaurants and bars and shops or at, you know, public events that just makes it a lot easier to, uh, you know, connect with these people. So you are looking at this through a lens, but you're kind of a a different kind of photography and you're looking for some different things so tell us about your business and what's going on and and what how you're trying to get you know kind of entrenched a little bit more in here in this Havarcus, sure. uh landscape yeah well this is my third business venture um in town uh previous ones being you know promoting and events uh the second one being tantra coffee shop I was a uh, owner operator there for a handful of years um, before passing it over to um, a new team, and then now I'm off on a you know a solo project um, to where I'm trying to provide a resource to a reviving art that really you know 
you know, spans decades of people and types of events or family gatherings or this and that. Um, you know, I think part of what you mentioned earlier about about being able to make a living in a in a town like this, you know, you you have to bring something to the table that people are looking for. Um, and you know, this uh, new business, uh, which is a, a film film development lab, so I'm I'm taking analog film that people are shooting in their you know their first point and shoot or you know their grandfather's Leica um and then they it has to be developed you know it has to be digitized to see those because it's not a it's not a sony mirrorless camera (laughs) so you know up until being able to you know open the shop um i was also going to austin um and you know it really kind of takes the joy out of it when you are looking for the final piece of your project and you have to leave your town to do it you know it it kind of kind of strips a little bit away from you because it's not just a drive you know it's you plan your day around it now right you're making a day trip to austin you're sitting you're spending money you know it's 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 very expensive and in the heat it just takes a lot out of you i'm sorry you know if you can figure a way that you can well the other side of this is that so much of san marcos has been this planning to try to reduce our carbon footprint and so how do we do that how do we bring those jobs how do we get it so that people how do we make san marcos walkable how do you get around on a bus or a bike or whatever you've got i rode up here on my electric bicycle um that's my you know transportation in town unless i'm hauling shelving but i still put that on my back sometimes and drive it around um you know, it, it really, it it starts with having businesses in the downtown area that are easily accessible to people um, that, that people want and will utilize, you know. Um, like a few years ago, there was like, I wouldn't say a lack of t-shirt shops, but lack of locally owned t-shirt shops. And then like four opened in the same summer. <laughs> and now none of those are here. So it's like it's one of those it's one of those games that you kind of got to take a gamble on. It's, you know, you you see that this, you know, needs not being met and then you kind of got to pull the trigger and dive in head first and own it and say this is what I'm going to do. Well, we've got you know, folks that are working out of their homes for the t-shirts. We've got I think Printus is still going, right? Print this, I believe, has moved towards like Zorn out in that direction. Yeah. But I'm I've recently started working with a a guy named David Lane. He's um uh near Rio Vista. His business is called nine oh two print. He gave me the best print deal out of anything I saw on the internet and had it within like three hours and then mm. I rode my electric bike over and picked it up. And it's, so it's like that's the type of stuff that you know, people should have access to in their cities where yeah. they, they see something, they don't have to order it on the internet and have it outsourced wherever and then 
cars and planes to get it to you when it could be someone local. Well, and that's what we do with uh, Tim Butts does our uh, printing for us. He's over off of uh, Advanced Street over by uh, Wonder World Cave over that area mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. And, you know, I sell on the weekends over at Wonder World Cave. That's a nice little place that we've evolved over there. It started off with uh, Will and uh, uh, Will Acosta with uh, Kenny Normal, and he's mm-hmm. doing a lot of stuff with the musicians. And it started off as a couple musicians just starting up this little flea market. They were working over there and got it started. And we've now, they've gone and we now have made it a co-op with some of the folks that are out of there. So every Sunday, you've got a co-op of people. They come out. We take a little bit of money, helps out with the advertising, helps out for uh, the uh, owner to take the trash out, and uh, she is happy to have that there. It's a symbiotic relationship. It's something else to keep for folks to come and to find in San Marcos. And those are the neat, these little pop-ups, these little uh, things where we all kind of help each other. But it's now in that neighborhood up there uh, off of Bishop uh, that people come in. And I can talk to them and say, hey, did you go down the street over here to Prospect Park? Oh, no. You know, there, there's the trails. Sure. Here's these things that are going on. Come on downtown. Here's these things that I'm hearing about. This is where we build community. Is what this show is kind of about is about building community how we're tying this in but you were doing some building with community you were working with the uh, splash co-working just a little bit ago right i was yeah i was just um just left there doing a um you know content refresh is what people call it but it's like you know take it taking photos so they can they can better show themselves online um i think splash is a great resource for you know any you know emerging business owner or someone who's looking for something in between working in a bedroom and working in an office suite um you know they've 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 got a lot of a lot of good resources well it gives it gives you a place that you can have as your business. Okay, so if you need to get away from the kids, need to get away from people, you know, those distractions. You can sit there and put on your headphones and just go. You want to have a business meeting with someone, okay? You don't always want to have them to your house, okay? You got, you know, if you got the kids and toys everywhere and, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. Well, even the other day, I, I just very recently signed a storefront lease um, because I was working in my attic as well. Um, And I talked to Corinna at Splash about getting a PO box to set up a a new LLC. And she said, yeah, you know, there's a calendar invite in your inbox right now to, you know, set this up at a, you know, next week or something. But, you know, literally any, any resource they, they have, they have the the educational base for it and the you know willingness to share it with you and i think that's huge now as a you are how old i'm 27 okay and uh, you know I'm, it's, it's, it, the whole point here is that you have already gone through a couple different businesses that you've been working on and how did you get to san marcos I moved down here for school, but I originally wanted to go to Arkansas, <laughs> and uh, my parents pushed me in this direction. 
And so here you are at 27. You've kind of gone through a couple different things, but you're you're finding, I don't know, each one of those things that we do creates layers, okay? I mean, I've done all sorts of different different ways that I'm connected here in the community. And some of those are businesses that have gone and working with people. Maybe it doesn't work. Maybe it does. You never know. But it is that fact that we've got tools and people like Karina, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, I remember going over a good many years ago that she had me come over and uh, she was, it was getting a demonstration about water, you know, and uh, I just uh, knew her and her dad and when we first started getting things going here at the radio station. And here we are that she is one of the anchors downtown for not only entrepreneurship, but also women in business in the community and a resource for people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it can be tough to find the pieces. Let's say you have you, you have this business idea. The pieces to support you exist here, whether that is low cost rent, accessibility, um, you know, other sort of support resources. And I think what this city does is kind of gives you the space to find those you know i don't i don't live in austin for a reason <laughs> you know um i live here because i like it i i feel like i'm able to decompress here in a way that is not me you know punching in and punching out and sitting in my car and on that note, we're going to take a quick station ID break, folks, and we're going to come on back here, and we are talking with Eli Zablowski. And we're going to talk a little bit more about his film and uh, what his business is and, and how people are using that around town. And, uh, of course, we've got all sorts of other things that we're going to be talking about tonight. But uh, just as a reminder, this is Political Commentary Show. The views expressed on the show are those of the hosts, the guests, and not necessarily those KZSM or SMTXCRA. You are listening to We the People with your host Rob Ork here on Friday night, the 30th of June. And let's take a quick station ID break here. And uh, please make sure you look for our um, articles in the newspaper. Yes, that old school thing. People still read the newspaper folks. And Daily Record uh, is one of our supporters. So uh, here you go. What's in the daily news? I'll tell you what's in the daily news. Story about a guy who bought his wife a small ruby with what otherwise would have been his union dues. That's what's in the daily news. Read the latest news about KZSM.org, your true community radio station, every Sunday in the San Marcos Daily Record. Look for our call letters in the headline of our exclusive column. The San Marcos Daily Record has been serving our community with news, features, sports, and opinion for over 100 years. Pick up your copy at your nearest grocery or convenience store. To subscribe to the print or electronic editions, go to www.sanmarcusrecord.com or call 512-392-2458. Please join La Sociedad Mutualista Cuauhtémoc on Saturday, July 1st, as we celebrate our 81-year anniversary with a reception from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. to be followed by a dance from 8 p.m. to midnight. 
Music will be provided by DJ Cowboy Loco, and live music will be provided by La Distancia. Admission is $10 at the door. Roatemoc Hall is located at 1100 Patton Street. For more information, please call or text 512-775-9002 or email us at sociedadroatemoc at gmail.com. And that is going to be tomorrow. Go on down over to Kotama Hall and uh, celebrate, you know, a part of San Marcos. Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be hot. You know, you can get inside the hall, and I'm sure they get the air conditioning going. So, you know, take advantage of that over this uh, long holiday weekend. Some of you have to go back to work on Monday and then off on Tuesday. It's a crazy kind of thing. The banks are open on Monday. They're closed on Tuesday, back on Wednesday. We are going to be tearing up the station. I'll talk some more about that later on. <laughs> Not tearing up, renovating the stadium station. I think is a better way. It's it's just we're moving things around. We're not really, uh, but it's going to be a new look. We're we're getting a lot of the uh, things cleaned out of here and uh, uh, making it. Oh, a little bit more easier to access. But there was up here on a shelf above behind me, we had all of this old photography equipment when Dave Newman had the studio and he still had that and we left a lot of it there because it kind of looked cool and it's old but I had to get the dust and I had to get some things down so I have been between yesterday and today cleaning up and I just brought uh, here to Eli and he had spotted that I'd posted this a little bit ago on uh, Facebook um, this old 1950s uh, uh, slide projector and the slides are newer. They're probably 1990 vintage. I can uh, is probably on the slide somewhere 80s, 90s from the looks. What do you think? I would say so based on these little metal holders. I've I've only seen the slides themselves sit in more of a Kodak carousel. Yeah, and well, the the metal holders these are in are back. This is the 1950s. You know, is this this piece? Somebody did this. So they probably had these up on a wall, and it was a art thing, or maybe behind a band or something like that. It was a, and, and they had that, but they were using these images, and they're just some neat images that, I mean, Pink Floyd, you know, that was the whole thing was that they used to do, or the uh, um, Hate Ashbury over in uh, with uh, like. Um, Oh, uh, Jefferson Airplane. You know, they sure. used to have, that was the big thing, was going, and it was the visuals. It was the stuff that they would have behind them on the walls, and it was this artist kind of a community. And that grew up along with the music. And here in San Marcos, we have got the musicians, we've got the art, we've got the photography, and we were talking uh, the break here that Christopher Paul Cordoza is one of our favorite art, uh, favorite photographers here in town. And uh, I say he is doing so much right now. But one of his new things is going back to the old style of film, and he's doing these black and whites, and he's doing stuff on film that he just found these film canisters yeah let's try it and see how it works and uh i guess he's using your services he's got you're you're working with him right i am yeah um yeah i've 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 known c paul for you know a handful of years 
and I've always known him as a digital photographer. So I, you know, it aligned quite nicely that um, you know I was kind of going a little bit more public with what I've been doing in my bedroom um, <laughs> to be more of a commercial commercial service. And you know, he was the first person to call me, said, "Hey, is this true?" Because uh, you know, I'm gonna be your first customer. And, oh, you know, neat. So, so I sell him film now and develop his film. So. And do you get film that people bring in that has never been developed? They don't know what's on it. Do you ever run across that? Um, n- no, but I do have a friend named Enoch Rios who does a whole. It did a whole uh, a project that was just solely based on found film photography. Right. Um, but no, most people know exactly what they're bringing me for the most part, and. You know, everyone's very excited. I will get those small, remember the the disposable ones from around 2000, right? Sure. And I'll get those cameras every now and then, and they'll mm-hmm. still have a couple left on them. Yeah. And I'll sell them at the flea market for a couple <laughs> bucks. Sure. And I had one time, I had uh, one of the uh, young ladies came up, took my picture. I took a picture of her taking a picture. And there was a few of them left on there, and so she went and developed them. And it was just some random stuff from somebody's vacation. And then she had her pictures, so she gave me the pictures that she'd taken of me, yeah, taking a picture of her. And I love it. You know, here I'm taking one with the digital. She's got the old analog. But it's something that we find. And I don't know. I It's going back. It's the same thing that I find with the vinyl records is that holding them in their hands. Here you are with these slides, you know. It's <laughs> sure. it's holding a picture where the digital is so, I don't know, it's that. Well, the, the instant gratification of mm-hmm. a digital photo is, I think, losing its quality um, all around. You know, the, the new 21st century glass on some of these cameras is just so pristine it almost looks fake. And I think that's what people are realizing that, you know, more of the emotion is in the slightly blurred image or the, you know, different film stocks that are uh, that are out there, you know. Um, you know, the days of running an auto setting on a mirrorless camera, and, and even that's new. You know, mirrorless has only been around yeah. for, you know... 30 years, 20 years? Yeah. 20, 25 it, years, probably 20, somewhere in there, you know, but, turn but, of the century. But still, you know, turn it's... Turn of the century. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, I, I think it's becoming antiquated in its own way. People would rather, you know, take a 36, 36 photos on a 35 millimeter, throw it in their bag, forget about it, bring it home from a trip, you know, go get it developed. You were talking about time in between these things. And so people well, are there's able to something think with about it. digital in that, yeah, I can take a whole bunch and it doesn't I don't have to really worry about it. But when you have to go and you've got twenty four, you've got thirty six, you know, on a roll, right? Sure. And Depending on what you're shooting. You've got to hey, I've gotta make sure that that counts. Sure. Well and the I think, you know, on the the alternate is with the digital, you could say I can take as many photos as I want to. Yeah. And then it, it loses its value when you could fill up a memory card with, you know, 3,500 photos. Like, what's the point? So 
you have got this new business that's taking off here in the area that you're getting how are you marketing that how are you getting the word out Besides um, coming here on We the People, and I, we're, we're going to be bringing you in all sorts of uh, I mean, people. <laughs> really, it's all word of mouth. You know, I put, I, I do the couple things that I think are kind of a backbone of being found this day and age, which is like a, a Google page, um, an Instagram page showcasing, you know, work that I've shot, but also have processed and scanned and developed. You know, that's that's the other half of it. Um and then, you know, doing solid work for people to where they say, you know, this is way better than going here or going there. You know, if you're going to develop film here, people sometimes take it to Walgreens. But that place also sells eggs and pharmaceuticals. So it's like, how how personalized could it be, you know? Um and pretty I, much that. I, I always you know? love, you know, I, I go out at the flea markets. I do my old guy stories, right? And it's when I have these young kids that come up 10, 12 years old. And I'll show them old film. And I'll tell them about how we used to go and we would drop that off over by the you'd, – you'd drive up and there was this little shack out in the middle of the grocery store parking lot. There we used to drop off our film. And then we'd go back about five days later and they would have it. And we would have two copies. We'd keep one, give something. And you'd go through and, man, you know, maybe most of them eh, would be okay. But you'd get about three or four out of them that were the good ones. Those are the pictures that, you know, we now the old folks put on Throwback Thursdays on uh, <laughs> Facebook, right? But those were the memories of the old, this is how we developed film, and this is what we would do. And it's changed. You know, I know Dave Newman had in the studio here for many years, from about 1995, I think, on, that he would uh, transpose. And there was... Um, I remember one time somebody had an 8mm film of when they got married and they had it over where the uh, Lions Club is at in the old Mm -hmm. uh, building there before it burnt down. Mm -hmm. And here is, from the 70s, an old car that they're riding off in, you know. and uh, Probably looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It looked like (laughs) a cool party. But we've lost so many of those ways now of you know this history that's lost and sometimes i think you want to go back you want to direct people back and i i that's why i appreciate what you're doing in in getting this back in for people and having this service so tell everybody about how they can find you you know give everybody all the all the uh, information on you Sure. Um, my business is Zablowski Film. I'm located at 145 South LBJ Drive. It's going to be next to Alchemy Records and Cats Billiards um, across from Chances Are. You can find me on Instagram, on the internet, just under Zablowski Film. And, um, and on Zablowski.com. And Zablowski.com. You're working is, on that one, I see. Uh, but, yeah. Well, I'm kind of doing a twofer. I'm yeah. showcasing my portfolio as a photographer. 
uh, with just a small contact page for film. I, I work in film and television as well, so it's, you know, kind of a overlapping landing page. But, you know, that's the the beauty of the Internet. You know, it can be whatever. Well, and I know about that because we're, we're working on that here with the studio is that it's about – so we are going to be uh, – we have the license from the city. We are waiting – probably it will be until the end of July when we will have our uh, designation for our uh, frequency. I'm not going to say it right now, but we kind of know where it's going to be. Um, and then we have to be back up and on the air and by October. I guess just to clarify, you're talking about the – so moving from the online to a low we're, band we're, frequency, we're still going to be we're still online, okay. okay? Because you've got it's a low power FM will only go out about uh, twenty four kilometers. It's about uh, you know twelve miles, okay? And uh, it's basically from our transmitter on the roof that we've got right here that gets mm-hmm. us out to uh, the outlet malls. It gets us uh, over to the. Uh, uh, over to right at the edge of Kyle at Yarrington Road, gets us down to uh, Fentress, and gets us up to uh, the hills, start to block our way when we get out by the Baptist Academy. So you've got this radius around from us here from broadcasting on the roof. When we move from where the city had their low-power FM transmitter, we're just a little bit close. They were at 103.1, so we're just a little closer to uh, New Braunfels. So what the problem is there, that then we get this interference. you you got all of this is all dictated, okay? Sure. It's the FCC. It's all fun. So, yes. But this you, is what you've been pushing towards, right. correct? Well, to we had this originally. Right. A, yeah. We yeah. Well, we, we were never – so we were official. We had a construction permit. We got everything checked out. We've got 104.1 is our frequency that I can go back here if I need to, and I can turn it on, and I'd get my ass – yeah. Uh, excuse me, but uh, I, I would get in trouble with the FCC. Let me rephrase that. Uh, but uh, it's all we've got the capability. And we always said we want to be able to be heard around the world. And that's what we do is that we're the little station from San Marcos, Texas. It's heard around the world. We have people that tune in every Thursday night to hear Metal Mark. At, uh, she gets off of work in New Zealand and comes home and listens to Metal Mark. We've got people in England. We've got people down in South America that listen in. It's all around the world as well as all around the United States. So when I have a musical artist here... Some, yeah, their mom and dad or their, you know, whoever it may be somewhere up in Iowa can listen in. You know, that's where we've always been. But it is also, it's the community radio station. But the station is also to build the bridges. All right? Is that to be that voice, to be something different, to highlight local music, to highlight local voices. What is going on here in San Marcos with businesses that we want others to hear about? We want to change the world through voice. You know, we could sit here and we could do the visual and have all of these podcasts with the video casts and everything else. But what we have done is gone back with the retro. It is radio. It is voice. It is you hearing us. 
yeah, you're hearing us on your phone right now or on your computer, wherever it may be, or maybe your phone's plugged into your, um, in, in on your radio. All right. But people still want that ability to have a battery powered radio and in an emergency situation to have us on the air. And that's what we're here for. So this is a big transition for us, a lot of things going on, but we're still the same KCSM that hosts the Kissing Alley. We're still the KCSM that says, come on in and have uh, an hour to tell me about your songs, to play your music, or for us to play, hey, this is a cool new one that I've heard from somebody that's going to be playing here in San Marcos or up in Austin, Mm -hmm. or it is... This is what the city's doing here locally to have that uh, your elected representatives to come in and talk to you. All right. These are the things that we are here as a community radio station. Ah, That sounds kind of, you know, everybody's doing it from their podcast from their garage now. Right. That's where everything's going. Yeah, we do podcasts, but we do it from this eh, building that's 120 years old downtown san marcos we have the fire engines that go by all right we've got the people that walk by the as we're here that are walking by the bubbles aren't going right now next door but a lot of times during the day the kids are out there chasing the bubbles and you'll hear the laughter of the kids during while we're recording all right well you know that's great no other radio station in the world has what we have right here no that adds a certain texture it's you know, and that's part of what we do, and that's why we're here in San Marcos. So, but, um, Eli, thank you. I'm going to go on ahead and let you get going, and we're going to go on to the second part of the show tonight. But uh, thank you for coming in tonight and telling us about your business. Again, um, you can uh, find this uh, Eli Zablowski and uh, go out there, Zablowski Photography, or... Uh, well, Zabloski.com or Zabloski Film. Okay, or just there you come go. see me in person, 145 South LBJ. There you go. At the new place that he's going to be opening up. I'll have to come on down and uh, check. Uh, are you there yet, or are you going to be opening up real soon? I'm painting the walls right now. Yeah, see, we both got stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I would rather be inside painting walls right now, okay? It's, it's not the least, worst place to be. No, not when it's 101 out there. At least we're going to get a little cooler this week, but the, the humidity's back. Uh, so, all right, Eli, thanks for coming Appreciate in today. It. Thank and, you. And uh, you're listening to KZSM.org, True Community Radio. I'm going to come back, and we're going to be talking about businesses. And, okay, do we go out and we work on Getting small businesses like this started, the entrepreneurship, or are we out there to have these huge thousand-acre megaplexes that we are trying to attract the uh, you know all of these uh, large commercial ventures? Hmm. What's the strategy? I don't know that we got a strategy, but we're going to come back and talk about it real quick. KZSM.org. Thanks for tuning in, folks. How many roads must a man walk down Before they call him a man Listen, speak, and learn from the many different voices of our diverse community. Join us from 7 to 8.30 p.m. on the second Thursday of each month for Voices at the Table. This free series features guest speakers from different cultural groups in our community with the aim of building awareness and understanding of different perspectives and experiences. You'll hear from racial and ethnic groups, 
religious and spiritual groups, LGBTQIA, and other marginalized populations. Voices at the Table is brought to you by the San Marcos Unitarian Universalist Fellowship and meets at First Christian Church, 3105 Ranch Road 12 in San Marcos. Bring your questions and engage in lively dialogue. We'll see you there. The Lifelong Learning Organization of San Marcos fosters pleasurable personal growth by offering a broad range of stimulating and engaging courses for self-fulfillment. Subjects range from courses in art, art appreciation, history, science, writing, literature, geography, and many more. Each course will be presented by members of the community who are rich in their subject knowledge and are excited to share what they know. Whatever your age, you'll find courses to fit your interests and you'll interact virtually, well, at least for the time being, with instructors and fellow learners who share those interests. If you're interested in possibly becoming a presenter with lifelong learning, or you have ideas for topics to be offered, or you just want to find out more, please contact Marianne Reese at lifelonglearningsm at gmail.com or you can call 512-216-6427. KZSM.org would like to thank the following businesses, organizations, and individuals for underwriting and supporting our 24-7 live streaming programming. Shavuzem Graphics, Blue Sky Mortgage, Sid and Ellen Braverman, Marianne Reese at the Lifelong Learning Organization of San Marcos. Down to Earth Barbecue Sauce. Fast Signs. Blue Dahlia Bistro. Ghost Note Brewing. Serendipity Wines. The Hill Country Free Thinkers. The San Marcos Art League. Tejas Hemp. And the Whitliff Collections at Texas State University. If you, your business, or your organization would like to promote and maintain true community radio in San Marcos and around the world, find the donate button on our webpage, kzsm.org, or email kzsmsanmarcos at gmail.com to underwrite our programming. And thank you. KZSM.org, uh, True Community Radio here, and we're back with you. And uh, I've got Eli has got back on his electric bike and headed back out. So, yes, you know, here, wait a minute, political commentary, what do you, how, how do you weave this in? Well, I was walking along uh, downtown, and I uh, had a, you know, I've been trying to get uh, uh, our, our city folks back here on the studio, in the studio again. And they are busy right now. We've been talking about this with the budget. They are just getting back from uh, over in uh, uh, in Washington. And they're dealing with LMC, our shark lady, uh, giving them heck right now with uh, uh, all sorts of uh, freedom of information requests. And also uh, talked about this last week. I guess I'm trying to kind of walk around how I want to word this. But uh, she is uh, giving them uh, requests to, you know, hey, there's uh, ethics complaints that I'm filing. And... I, I am hearing some grumblings out there about that uh, from the city uh, that, oh, man, you know, we've got budget. We've got all this stuff. And, uh, you know, why are we do? Why are we going through this? It's because, folks, this is what we need to do in our communities. 
Okay, we talked last week about, and we'll, we'll go in at the end of the show here, but uh, with people have to invest in the community. You have to take a risk. All right. We talked with Eli here that he has been here talking to us about multiple businesses that he's started. Harry's at 27, came here to go to Texas State and has stayed here with us, hasn't left. We always talk about that drain. We talk about that we have all of these here. How do we keep people in San Marcos? What is the next business that's going to take off? Do we have to always go out there and look for the Elon Musk's, for the big businesses, and to attract those in? Well, yeah, there's jobs. Yes, smart terminal. Yes, we've got, uh, we talked about how the businesses, the banks right now, that's all they're looking at lending money for are these large industrial complexes that are coming back from China and bringing the manufacturing back here. That is the, the hot item right now. It's cyclical. All right. Everyone wanted to open a restaurant down here and that got real tough after COVID. Okay. People, oh, we need office space. We need retail space. Well, People stopped going out to retail space, brick and mortar. It's hard. It costs money. <laughs> Taxes have gone up. It's hard to keep these businesses going. So here's a small business that is starting up that is going back at this niche market for film, of all things, developing film. And everything comes around, folks. But he's opening up a painting the walls getting this business ready to go. So how do we help these people? How do we help the small businesses? How do we keep our downtown looking good? I was walking around uh, thinking about the show here earlier uh, today uh, when I was out with my friend, and we were looking at some of the businesses because people have talked about the old paper bear, and I was looking at the business there and looking at how many businesses are empty, what's, what's actually working and what's not around the downtown area because when people walk around, you know, walk around at night too and see all of the, you know, what's going on at 1 o'clock in the morning, Morning. You know, what's going on at, uh, uh, you know, with the bars and the scene and, and, you know, businesses are active, folks. That's where we, we make our money here in not only for the, the businesses downtown, they employ people, okay, but also the uh, business owners and it pays taxes. Okay. Remember, we talked about the city has got to increase its revenue. And I'm waiting here to come out. And I was talking with someone that's involved with the budget and involved with the city. And uh, they were very surprised when I you know, was talking about what I was reading here online. And that, you know, yes, you've got to have these uh, by law at the front of our budget. There is a sheet that is giving you what is our debt. What is our level, and what what do we have to do if we don't make our money, okay? And, you know, this is required by the Texas local government control, and this budget, and it's in big letters. 
This budget will raise more total property taxes than last year's budget by $5 million, 14.4%. Okay, and half of that money, $2.3 million tax revenue is to be raised from new property added to the tax rolls this year. So what do we do when we run out of room? How are we going to do this, folks? San Marcos is hemmed in by hills. And we are limited by our water. We are limited by, you know, space. We've grown. We can continue to grow. But we're also limited by the university. And it was really interesting to me that I also found out that uh, most of the city council was not aware that the building across from us was sold at the beginning of the year. And this came across, came apart, came to us just by talking with a local entrepreneur, a food truck here that comes down, La Pulga. Talked with him last night out here. And the uh, they didn't know. That, you know, this building had gotten sold to the university, which takes it off the tax rolls. And that's what, you know, where's the university going to go? How's the university going to grow? Well, that's going to take away from us. These are the things that, you know, rather, what are we worried about? we got an election coming up. We've got a budget coming up over the heat of the summer. Folks aren't worried about that. I keep my eye on it. We have a connection here for you every week from 7 until 8 o'clock called We the People. Now, we're not going to be with you here next week. Next Friday, we are going to be off because we are going to be uh, renovating the studio. Come on by, folks. We're going to be having pictures. We had, we're going to be cleaning the windows. We're going to be uh, raising a lot of dust in here. But we are ready for 4th of July. We are going to be uh, running... Um, on course all through this next week so uh just you know we're not going anywhere we will be on kcsm.org all week long we're going back and running some of the uh, old shows that uh, some from our first year we've been in here seven years now in the same configuration now yeah, we've changed out a, a few mixing boards we've changed out some chairs uh but in general, our stage and what we've got here has been there. And, you know, I, this is the 4th of July holiday. Get out there. We will be having the fireworks are going to be down at the uh, uh, in the park uh, along with the music on 4th of July, as we always do. Uh, you're going to be having, uh, you can catch the fireworks are going to be going off from over at the uh, Bobcat Stadium. So uh, you can park and, and and go over there and get a good good look at it. You know, park usually starts about dusk, about nine thirty. So I know everybody's going to be asking about that. Fourth of July is the time. Be safe. Get together with your families, but also remember, okay, is some things about this date. All right, seventeen seventy six. And uh, it wasn't, it was actually adopted on the 4th of July. That's our national holiday. It was the heat of the summer in Philadelphia. 
They didn't have air conditioning, folks. Everything had to be written down by parchment. And, you know, you think of the heat right now. Here's these men that came to Philadelphia, uh, a couple from each of the 13 uh, colonies, and to come up with the wording, with what was it that was bothering the people so much that you had armed insurrection against the British Empire. Okay, this was against, they were British. And they decided to go their own way. And they had to, all of this was ahead of them. They did not know what they were getting into. And these men were there in the heat. And uh, they made, uh, once the Declaration of Independence had been written and signed, printer John Dunlap was asked to make about 200 copies to be distributed throughout the colonies. Today, the Dunlap broadsides are extremely rare and valuable. In 1989, someone discovered a previously unknown Dunlap broadside. It was sold for over $8 million in 2000. There are only 26 known surviving Dunlap broadsides today. Wow. And uh, although Thomas Jefferson is often called the author of the Declaration of Independence, he wasn't the only person who contributed important ideas. Of course, Jefferson was a member of a five-person committee appointed by the Continental Congress to write the Declaration. The committee included Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, John Adams, Robert Livingston, and Roger Sherman. You don't hear those names. If you go back and, and read, they, they did have a lot of inputs into this. Um, Robert Livingston, one of the members of the committee who wrote the Declaration of Independence, never signed it. He believed that it was too soon to declare independence and therefore refused to sign. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are kind of hidden back in there. You never know. You know, it's consensus, right? People come together. You've got dissenting opinions. And that's what this is about. That we here respect everyone's views. We want this to be not that Declaration of Independence, not that we are out there, we're going to go our own way. But we come together to write things by committee in the heat of the summer, to come up with the best budget for the city of San Marcos, to come up with inputs from people. Okay, Now, remember, they never created the system of government. That was kind of by, that didn't come around until uh, after uh, 1883, 1783, excuse me. And when you had the Continental Congress, they got together. Why? Because the, it just wasn't working with the Confederation of States. So they went and formed a republic where you elected representatives. A lot of problems with the original Constitution. They then went and wrote uh, the, uh, uh, the, the Bill of Rights in order to get that passed and to have a way that we could then add uh, constitutional amendments. 
It hasn't always worked out right. Uh, we ended up passing uh, during the progressive times back in the early uh, 1900s uh, the uh, uh, ban on alcohol. Now, when we needed the money and we saw how that didn't work, uh, we turned around and uh, rescinded that amendment back in the early 1930s. So we have come all this way. I'm sitting here right now looking at our flag in the window. It's waving behind Osito. And yes, it is window display. Yes, our flag is going to be out front on 4th of July. Yes, there's different, you know, you can wear all of your red, white, and blue. But one of the best things that you can do is do a little bit of homework. Read about these people. Read about where these signers of the Declaration went. Read about the history of the flag. But also, when you're out there this week and you're watching the fireworks, stop by the Hayes County War Memorial here that we were there on Memorial Day. And think about all of those that have given their lives for a flag, for a notion that we are created equal. That we can work together. That we do have solutions. It's not that somebody has, you know, by bringing things up, that by people putting up signs in the community or screwing the hooch, so to speak, no, folks, this is a republic. This is, you know, folks like to call it democracy. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of go a little bit on there. We elect people, folks, okay? True democracy is, uh, you know, the, the, fo the fact that we actually had a, uh, a proposition, that's a democracy, okay? That's where actual people vote on something. Um. But here in the community, we will be celebrating the 4th of July in many ways. We're going to be here at the studio uh, creating our own fireworks. Come on by. See us. But we're going to be back with you uh, after next week. And uh, hopefully Matthew Mendoza will be able to get in here in the studio. We're going to be getting some more folks in. But... Stay tuned to KCSM. Tell everybody, get out there and uh, listen. And thanks for tuning in, folks. Have a very safe and happy 4th of July. Stay hydrated. Go out to Katama Hall tomorrow. Stop by the uh, flea market. Stop by the farmer's market tomorrow. Get out and meet your neighbors, but get involved in your community. That's what this is all about. We are here not as a radio station but as a bridge to the community. Thank you very much for tuning in to uh, We the People here. My name is Rob Rourke. I'm your host every week. And y'all, good night. <laughs>